Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Well, averages, that's around 60 degrees, thanks to a south wind that returns around 5 to 10 miles an hour. I'm 7 News Media Aldous Marpena in the First Alert Weather Center. And right now, DuPont Circle 45, Germantown 42, Annandale 46. Some parts of our area could be down to 27 degrees. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. And coming up, breaking news tonight, the House passes a measure to keep the federal government open beyond Friday night. It's off to the Senate next. We'll get details from the Hill at 815 and some details right here in seconds from CBS News. Tens of thousands march for Israel on the National Mall. The more people that show up, the more voice that you have. I'm Nick Ainelli. A winner is declared in the ultra-close Loudoun County Commonwealth's attorney's race. D.C. restaurants say things are bleak for a lot of reasons. On 8th Street, I'm John Doman. The uh, markets are rallying in the Asia-Pacific region, and it was a good day on Wall Street. 8 o'clock. Is CBS News on the hour presented by Indeed.com? I'm Jennifer Kuiper. The Israeli military says its forces are inside Gaza's Al Shifa hospital conducting a precise and targeted operation against Hamas in a specified area. The Palestinian Authority Health Ministry says it holds Israel's raiding forces fully responsible for the lives of medical staff, patients, and displaced people in Al Shifa hospital. National Security Spokesman John Kirby says the U.S. has confirmed that hospitals in Gaza have been used to harbor terrorists. We do not support striking a hospital from the air. And we do not want to see a firefight in a hospital where innocent people, helpless people, sick people uh, are simply trying to get the medical care that they deserve, not to be caught in a crossfire. CBS's Nancy Cordes. White House today, President Biden expressed rare optimism about the potential for a deal to free some of the roughly 240 hostages, including up to nine Americans who are currently being held by Hamas. I've been talking with people involved every single day. I believe it's going to happen, but I don't want to get into detail. But the Israeli Defense Forces confirmed today that one of the hostages, a 19-year-old female Israeli soldier, had been killed. In the U.S. House... On this boat, the A's are 336. The nays are 95. And Speaker Mike Johnson's two-step short-term funding proposal is now a step closer to averting a government shutdown this week. It heads to the Senate. CBS's Scott McFarland reporting. The U.S. House vote will fund one-third of the government, including transportation and health programs through January, and the other two-thirds, including the military, through February. But the politics haven't changed much. The prospect of a shutdown and a big standoff come January are growing. A charter bus filled with high school students was rear-ended by a semi-truck on an Ohio highway, leaving six people dead and 18 others injured. It happened on I-70 east of Columbus. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine. This is uh, our worst nightmare when we have a bus full of children involved in a crash. Three passengers on the bus and three people in a passenger vehicle were pronounced dead at the scene. A leading medical journalist sounding the alarm about the health consequences of climate change. CBS's Christopher Cruz. We will see across every one of the indicators that we monitor the health hazards increasing enormously. A report published in the British medical journal The Lancet says if the world doesn't work to minimize climate change, we could see a tripling of the number of heat-related deaths by the middle of the century. Dr. Marina Romanello is one of the authors of the report. Because of the rising temperature, we're today being exposed on average globally per person to 86 days of health-threatening high temperatures. The authors say the world is moving in the wrong direction. This is CBS News.
Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. 803 here on WTOP on this Tuesday evening, November 14th, 2023. DuPont Circle at 45 degrees. Some of us down to the 20th later. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. Thousands gathered along the National Mall this afternoon for the March for Israel, where they demanded Hamas release hostages in Gaza and that leaders here in the U.S. condemn rising anti-Semitism. WTOP's Nick Iadelli got out among the crowd to begin our team coverage. What's your main message here? Most important, bring the hostages home. There were thousands on the National Mall wearing the colors of the Israeli flag, so it looked like a sea of white and blue. Some literally wore the Israeli flag on their back like a cape. Others held signs that said, free the hostages. The more people that show up, the more voice that you have. We're about unity. We're about being together. We're about showing support. This was a horrific terrorist attack on October 7th. The needs of Israel continue to grow. We are here to advocate for the Jewish community and ensure that the hostages are freed immediately and let everyone know that we stand with Israel and we are proud to be Jewish. On the National Mall, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Inside WTOP's Mike Marillo has been hearing from people who say they are proud of Israel tonight. A sea of people flooded the National Mall for the March for Israel, which was a rally that took place just steps away from the U.S. Capitol. Among those attending from Argentina, Isaac Rotham. It's actually very empowering to come here and see so many people, you know, so many people fighting against anti-Semitism and all the craziness that's going on in the world. He believes this rally had a big impact. They say one little spark can light up a forest. I think we're a lot of a lot of people, but, you know, with this, it will grow, you know, and we'll show that we're here in solidarity. As he leaves, Shanir Darren says he feels like his voice was heard here today. And with God's help, we will see a miracle. The hostages will be freed. The soldiers will be safe. And there'll be only peace and prosperity in Israel and the entire world. Along the National Mall, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. In the region itself tonight, Israeli forces have entered Al-Shifa Hospital, the complex in the heart of Gaza City. And one doctor is telling CNN they only had half an hour warning to get out of there before the forces rolled in. Stay with WTOP for the latest on the crisis in the Middle East. And selection 2023 on WTOP. One week later, we've got a winner in the Loudoun County Commonwealth's attorney's race. It's an upset. Republican Bob Anderson has defeated incumbent Democrat Buta Biberai by just 300 votes. Provisional and mail-in ballots have been counted. The Office of Election confirmed the results tonight. Biberai's office is within its rights to request a recount, but at last report, we had not heard of that happening yet. We're staying in touch with everyone to learn if there's more to know about this story tonight. Well, continuing with election 2024, what's happening next year, Loudoun County Delegate David Reed says he's announcing a bid for the 10th district seat in Congress. He's now the fourth Democrat to enter the race for Democratic Congresswoman Jennifer Wexton's seat. She announced earlier this year she would not seek re-election for health reasons. Reed was just re-elected to his fourth term representing the Ashburn area in Virginia's House of Delegates. He joins former House Speaker Eileen Filler-Korn in Richmond, current State Senator Jennifer Boisco, and former Virginia Secretary of Education Atif Carney in announcing campaigns for the Democratic nomination for the seat. 806. Restaurants across our region are struggling. This time we're looking at D.C., A new survey is shedding some light on why there's so much trouble. What's hurting your favorite bar or restaurant really varies depending on where you are. At Brookland's finest... The overtime 
the new pay structure and the cost of goods that's really hurt us. Owner Tony Tomelton also owns the Pog on 8th Street in Northeast. 8th Street used to be a bigger destination spot than it is now. And lingering in the conversation when it's time to go out is crime. And everybody wants to feel safe when they eat. Greg Caston's part of a group that owns four restaurants, including the Point in Southwest, as well as the Ivy City Smokehouse. And restaurants, as people know them in the future, may not be the same as what they're used to seeing today, except for on a very, very high end. With QR codes and more automation and lots of other places. On 8th Street, John Dome and WTOP News. Still to come tonight on WTOP, are you still doing some home improvements? Stay with us. At Bank of America, we asked our employees what they wanted most. I want to work where everyone is welcome. To have benefits that take good care of my family. To move forward in my career. We listened and did all that and more. It's why we're proud to be Just Capital's number one top company to work for. Bank of America. What would you like the power to do? Just Capital used annual rankings to track performance across the five worker-related issues evaluated. Bank of America and a member FDIC equal credit opportunity lender. Save all the stuff you really need and stuff you bought for fun. Stuff you always really wanted this holiday at Amazon. Stuff that is discounted if you're naughty or you're nice. Stuff to buy your grandma who drinks her Chardonnay with ice. Stuff to make you big and strong. Stuff we can name in this song. Stuff for lots of decking halls. Say big on stuff at Amazon. Stuff. 808. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Here's Bob Imler in the traffic center. A couple things in Maryland on 214. One is a crash uh, that is affecting traffic both ways. At least initially it was affecting traffic both ways right at the Beltway, just outside the Beltway. Uh, on the westbound side, you're down to a single lane eastbound. That was also true. They may have all lanes open eastbound now, but police were directing right at the Beltway interchange uh, just outside the Beltway on Central Avenue. And then... In Seat Pleasant, westbound traffic on 214 headed toward the district at Addison Road. All lanes blocked by the police activity. 95 north after 198 in Laurel still has the crash on the right side. We're good to go on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway in 270. And delay-free on 50 out to the Bay Bridge in Virginia. Southbound 29 at Somerset Crossing still dealing with the crash there. Uh, very slow from 66 getting past it. And at last report on Eisenhower Avenue still blocked both ways just east of Van Dorn Street. That also because of a crash. Want to test an electric car? Plug it to fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru, Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitzway. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. And now to Mark Pena. He is 7 News First Alert Meteorologist this evening. Another cold night ahead across the DMV as clear skies and calm winds pave the way for a cold start tomorrow, especially outside the Beltway where temperatures are forecast to be in the mid to upper 20s to low 30s for your Wednesday morning. Now, dress in layers tomorrow because while it's a cold start, temperatures warm back to near seasonal averages for tomorrow. That's around 60 degrees with lots of sunshine. South winds run 5 to 10 miles an hour will further moderate our temperatures heading into Thursday. We have highs in the forecast for Thursday afternoon in the mid to upper 60s with lots of sunshine and southwest winds around 5 to 10. By Friday, we're checking our next storm system, which looks to bring a few showers to the area by the afternoon evening time, time frame with highs in the mid to upper 60s to near 70 degrees. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Marpena in the First Alert Weather Center. And in Alexandria, 43, Penn Quarter at 50, Columbia, 41, 
Some parts of our area could be down to 27 degrees. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence pavers, decks, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money News 10 and 40 past the hour. Let's hear from Jeff Claybaugh tonight. Consumer prices were unchanged in October, and retail inflation posted the smallest annual gain in more than a year. Home Depot says average customer spending fell to $86 a visit last quarter, a sharp drop from big-ticket item sales during the pandemic. Sherlington's Best Buns Bakery and Burgers has opened a new location in Springfield. It has a third in Tyson's. The Dow rallied 490 points on that inflation report. That was 1.5%. The Nasdaq gained 2.5%. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Asia-Pacific markets are higher. Tokyo stocks up 2%. South Korea's Kospi 2% higher. And Australia, 1.5% higher. Still ahead on WTOP, developing on Capitol Hill tonight, a rare show of bipartisanship. The House has passed a bill to avert a government shutdown. It moves next to the Senate. We'll go live to Michael Schnell from the Hill newspaper to talk about what happened and what may soon happen. Stay with us here at 812. For more than 50 years, KBR's science and engineering expertise has enhanced our ability to explore, examine, and understand the universe. As a leading provider of technology solutions both on and off the planet, no company is better equipped to solve the challenges of mission-critical operations and health technology than KBR. From launch to landing and everything in between, we are the team behind the mission. For more information and career opportunities, visit KBR.com. Dad's doctor says it's time to focus on quality of life and comfort. I'm not sure where to start. I'm glad you called Jessa. We can help. When you reach out to Jessa, our hospice nurse will meet you at home for an assessment that's completely covered by Medicare to create a comprehensive care plan so you can truly be present in the moments you and your loved one share. Medicare and most insurances cover hospice 100%. Contact Jessa at JSSA.org. Proudly serving Montgomery County. Coming up here, the Capitals grab an early lead on the defending Stanley Cup champions. And U.S. soccer names a new coach for the women's national team. Sports in 10 minutes with Rob. On WTOP. For 80 years, WEPA has offered group term life insurance coverage to help support the health, welfare, and financial well-being of civilian federal employees. Current and former feds enjoy up to $1.5 million in coverage at rates designed exclusively for you. And with full portability, this coverage is yours to keep, even if you change jobs or retire. See why 46,000 feds choose WEPA to be there for life's biggest moments. Visit WAEPA.org to learn more. WEPA. For feds, by feds. This Veterans Day, join University of Maryland Global Campus in thanking those who have served our country, protected our nation, and safeguarded our freedom. We wish to extend our gratitude to all who have served in the U.S. Armed Forces. We thank you and your families for your dedication, and we are honored to serve you as you strive to achieve your higher education goals. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by Chev. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 814, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. The U.S. House has approved a two-step spending bill that would avert a government shutdown for now. On this vote, the yeas are 336, the nays are 95. Two-thirds being in the affirmative, the rules are suspended. The bill is passed, and without objection, the motion to reconsider is laid on the table. That's Arkansas Republican Steve Womack announcing the vote tally. 
They passed the bill with just a couple days to spare here. It's Friday night at midnight that funding would expire, and it's off to the Senate next. Let's take you live to Michael Schnell, congressional reporter for The Hill. Michael, welcome back. Good to hear from you again. Certainly unusual to have this kind of bipartisanship. I know it's sad to to make a note of that, but also a big win for the newly elected House uh, Speaker, Mike Johnson. Tell us uh, uh, what you're observing tonight. Yeah, look, absolutely a significant night here up on Capitol Hill. The House being able to get that short-term spending bill over the finish line. And you're right, it's not every day, especially in this Congress, that we see a bipartisan bill uh, get over the finish line. But look, the dynamics here really required that. A number of Republicans, hardline Republicans, had come out against Speaker Johnson's proposal for uh, keeping the government open, this two-step continuing resolution, uh, which meant that it would need Democratic support to get over the finish line. And in fact, there were some Republicans who were threatening to vote against a procedural, threatening to vote, uh, threatening to oppose a procedural vote that would have blocked the continuing resolution from coming to the floor. So Republican leadership actually decided to use a fast-track process called under suspension of the rules to pass this bill, which by definition requires two-thirds support in the chamber, which of course meant that Democrats had to be on board. So this was this was worked in a way that they knew we would receive bipartisan support. Look, lawmakers on both sides of the aisle did not want the government to shut down. Democrats were pleased that the spending bill did not include any cuts or any conservative uh, policy riders, so they thought it was palatable. They got on board, and that piece of legislation now heads over to the Senate for consideration. Is there a vote uh, scheduled yet in the Senate? Not yet. The Senate has a lot of procedural hoops it's got to work through. There's also a possibility that uh, Senator Rand Paul may work to sort of draw out consideration of this piece of legislation. Still unclear. But the expectation is, is and uh, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said said so himself, uh, that they're hoping to get this done, of course, by Friday's deadline. Friday at midnight, if nothing is passed, the government would shut down. The expectation right now is that it will get over the finish line in time and that shutdown will be averted. We learned a little while ago that House Speaker Mike Johnson has endorsed Donald Trump. Has that reverberated up there on the Hill or are people saying, yeah, that's what we expected on that one? It really was an expectation. Uh, of course, uh, Mike Johnson was one of the, the key architects of an amicus brief that was um, circulated back in uh, ahead of the uh, following the 2020 presidential election that was backing a lawsuit that would have overturned the election results in some key states. So no surprise there. We've always known that Speaker Johnson was a backer of former President Trump. And then during the speaker's race, when Johnson was trying to get the gavel, he received the endorsement from former President Trump and former President Trump lauded his uh, his his election as speaker. So no, not too much of a surprise. Um, up in the Capitol today about that endorsement. It was pretty much par for the course. And our final few seconds here, Michael, uh, just getting back to the main point, can we uh, kind of wipe the forehead tonight and say, whoo, you know, uh, we, we we dodged another one and the, uh, the government will continue to function into the weekend? I think so, yes. I mean, look, we're here in Washington, nothing is really set in stone until it's done. So I won't say it's 100% because you never know what could happen. But the odds are very, very, very likely, very high that a shutdown will be averted by Friday and uh, government will not shut down over the weekend. Good to hear from you again. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. That's Michael Schnell, congressional reporter for The Hill. 
Top stories we're working on on WTOP. Tens of thousands of people met up on the National Mall to show support for Israel. Also to criticize rising anti-Semitism around the world in the wake of Israel's ongoing war against Hamas. The Israeli military, for its part, is currently carrying out what it calls a targeted operation against Hamas at Gaza's Al-Shifa Hospital, where hundreds had been seeking shelter. Keep it here for full details. Let's go next to Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Maryland, whatever was going on on 214 at the Beltway is cleared, but still westbound 214 headed toward the district. All lanes remain blocked at Addison Road because of the police activity there. Uh, traffic headed toward the Beltway is getting by. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Park where you're doing all right. I think you're still with a crash, though, on 95 North after 198. That may be on the shoulder now. And 270 is without delay. Beltway looking great all the way around. And in Virginia... Uh, still have a stretch of Eisenhower Avenue closed east of Van Dorn Street for the longstanding crash. 395 and 95 are doing all right, as is 66. But Gainesville still working on the crash southbound 29 at Somerset Crossing. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Next, it's Mark Pena, 7 News First Alert Meteorologist. Plan for another cold night across the DMV. We got clear skies and calm winds. That's a perfect recipe for some cold temperatures, and that's what we have in our forecast tomorrow. We got mid to upper 20s to low 30s to start your Wednesday. Now, while it's a cold start, the sunshine returns by the afternoon, and we're looking at a very pleasant afternoon. Temperatures back near seasonal averages. That's around 60 degrees with mostly sunny skies and south winds around 5 to 10 miles an hour and we'll do it again for thursday sunny skies with highs in the mid 60s with southwest winds run five to ten i'm seven news meteorologist mark pena and the first alert other center reagan national 49 bwi marshall 44 dulles 44 degrees some of us could be down to 27 Still ahead on WTOP. Basic or luxury? Why what is or isn't in public bathrooms is the subject of a proposed bill in Montgomery County. I'm Kate Ryan. Also ahead, some astronauts lost a tool bag in space, so it's up there floating around now. Stay with us, 820. Foreclosure. It's a topic that most people want to avoid. But if you are facing potential foreclosure, you do have options. We at Housing Counseling Services and the D.C. Department of Insurance, Securities, and Banking encourage you to seek assistance at the first sign of trouble. Our HUD-certified housing counselors are available to help you understand your options, communicate with lenders, and apply for available assistance. Eligible homeowners may also receive up to five hours of free legal assistance. The counseling is free, too. If you have concerns about your mortgage, Call the Housing Counseling Services Foreclosure Prevention Helpline at 202-265-2255 or visit our website at www.housingetc.org. Again, make the call. That's 202-265-2255 or visit housingetc.org. 821. Ciao, I'm Gian Andrea Noseda, the music director of the National Symphony Orchestra. We are making music to remember at our next concert, and I'd love for you to be there for every enchanting note. Immerse yourself in the raw power of live symphony. November 16th and 18th in the Kennedy Center Concert Hall, the National Symphony Orchestra invites you to enjoy an unforgettable evening filled with some of the most ravishing music ever composed. Revel in the delicate poetry, subtle romance, and wistful joy of Mozart's Piano Concerto No. 23 in the hands of guest soloist Orion Weiss. Celebrated worldwide as one of today's leading pianists, Weiss has been praised by the Washington Post as an effortlessly brilliant performer with powerful technique and exceptional insight. 
Let the music take you where you've never been before. Don't miss these soaring performances led by Ken David Mazur at the Kennedy Center, November 16th and 18th. Tickets at nationalsymphony.org. You're listening to WTOP News. 822. The IRS is announcing some new inflation-adjusted income tax brackets for next year. Here's what that could mean for you. The standard deduction for married couples filing jointly will go up to $29,200, an increase of $1,500. And the deduction for single taxpayers will climb $750 to $14,600. IRS spokesman Anthony Burke explains that each September, the agency reviews about 60 different tax provisions that by law must be adjusted for inflation. It moves up various rates, various things change, and most of these are beneficial for taxpayers because it has to keep track with inflation to keep things fair. The changes apply to 2024 earnings filed on tax forms in 2025. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Do you pay to use toilet paper in a public restroom? No. Montgomery County Council members want another basic item provided free of charge. Montgomery County Council member Will Jawando on what we all expect to find in public bathrooms. Clean running water, a functioning toilet, toilet paper, and soap. Along with that, he says menstrual products should be available free of charge. He says it's a question of equity. Bill 4223 and its accompanying health regulation would require that certain public accommodations that have publicly accessible bathrooms have menstrual products available at no cost. That would include things like restaurants, theaters, and hotels. A hearing on the issue is scheduled for next month. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Well, you're never going to get that back. Two NASA astronauts were doing a spacewalk to perform maintenance on the International Space Station when they dropped a tool bag into space. NASA says it's a lost cause. It's so bright you can actually see it with binoculars. Experts say it will eventually disintegrate in the Earth's atmosphere, so you would never have to worry about a hammer falling out of the sky. I'm Peter Greenberg, and this is today's Ion Travel Minute. How do you know when you're buying an airline ticket online that you're getting the best deal? Most travelers don't comparison shop. They go online to one service, pick the best price offered, hit the keystrokes, and pay. That's often a mistake, especially when booking overseas flights. Here's an example. On one search on orbits for a flight from Istanbul to Adana, another city in Turkey, the lowest round-trip fare on Turkish Air was quoted as $760. But then, going on Turkish Air's own website, based in Istanbul, the same flight price at just $220. The lesson for overseas flights, always log on to the big search websites first and then go to the individual airline's own website. For more information, visit petergreenberg.com. I'm Peter Greenberg, and this is today's Ion Travel Minute. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 825. Let's go to Rob Woodfork. Well, the Capitals already leading one nothing in this game. Got another break against Vegas. Just moments ago, Paul Cotter gets a five-minute major for delivering a blow to the head. That might put him in line for a suspension. Lengthy power play here for Washington in the second period. They have yet to cash in. It's one nothing. The lone score coming in the first when Dylan Strom extended his team leading goals with his seventh of the season. In local college basketball, GW on the wrong end of a 20 to 11 run out of halftime. They now trail Hofstra 49 46 midway through the second half. Virginia all over North Carolina A&T 63 37. That one also in the second half. Howard in a close one with Boston in the first half, but the Howard women lose their first home game of the season 65 51 to Duquesne. The Nationals avoid arbitration.